0: 안녕하세요. You're listening to 4 for one podcast.
1: Hello everybody. Welcome to 4
2: for one podcast for the English listeners. Listeners. Last podcast we talked about very traditional Korean and solo new year this time we're going to talk about outside korea we're going to talk about things that we've been things that places we want to go we've been stuck in korea for the last two years i've been working my ass off geo how have you been the last two years
0: uh struggling but comfortable at the same time and Jun, how about you buddy yeah me too like struggling and just get a life just today. you know you're, you're itching just to leave this peninsula like yeah. For me, for somebody who's traveled all over the world to be confined to it, it's, I mean, yeah. I get it. I'm a family man now. I've got to save the money. i got to put my kids to school. But at the same time, you just, oh, I just want to break free.
2: Yeah. Like, there's so many places in Korea I haven't experienced. So there's still stuff I should do here. But we've been working, like, in me and Joe, we work five days a week. I do nine-hour days every day. Jun, you're probably the same, yeah? Uh,
0: yeah.
2: Maximum seven months. days vacation. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about. I'm going to, we're going to start off with what we did before coronavirus. Um, I did some amazing stuff. I actually hit my bucket list before I came to Korea. I'll uh, talk about some of those stuff and some recommendations that I totally recommend. Like they're amazing, uh, and the other boys will do the same. Uh, how about you, J? What's probably the best thing you did before you came to Korea or during your time in Korea before coronavirus?
0: It was uh, traveling to twenty eight countries. Wow, twenty
2: eight. Yes. What about you, what Hop Jun. Do you have a number? Do you have a number on how many countries you've been to
1: <laughs> i don't know um, maybe nah, it's like, I d- um like less than less than 10 i guess
2: all right i've been to quite a few more but uh, i've got a reason for that
0: but i'll probably explain that in the future but yeah mm-hmm.
2: geo what's your favorite place you went to before you came what was number one on your bucket list
0: oh this is a tough one i know last episode uh Hik-tun brought up bali uh, mm. i was there christmas of 2015 but yeah, I like to back his statement about how it was probably definitely one of the cheapest places to visit. It was a tie between Bali and Vietnam and China as far as the, the the cheapest of the three. But my favorite, ooh, I would have to say, oh, that's a tough one. I know it's somewhere in Southeast Asia. It would probably have to be either probably Bali or I would say my vacation in Guam. That oh, was, that was Guam. freaking epic. At Guam? Guam. Okay. I went to Guam. Uh for new year. Remember I told you the story about I almost got arrested at the yeah, airport? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It was in Guam. Naughty Boy. I yep. know. We're not gonna talk about and that and it again, but yeah.
2: And Chok Jun, what about you, buddy? Before you came to Korea, what was your best thing you did? Uh before you came to Korea,
0: <laughs> Before Korea. I came to Korea, ah, before, before
2: you were born. <laughs> I was in my
1: uh, my mom's womb and then <laughs> <laughs> before coronavirus, yeah, no well, what was the best All thing right. you did? <laughs> uh so I, I'm I'm actually um uh, you might be surprised, but I'm like my favorite country that I haven't been was Australia. Good night, good night. How you doing?
0: <laughs> <But, laughs> you um, uh, wallabies I mean, down
1: there. Uh, wallabies, oh. uh, wait till right. all
2: these American puns come through, yeah.
1: But I'm I'm not, I'm not saying Australia because Keith is here. Um, I genuinely love uh, Australia because Australia is kind of like. One of the um, dreams come true country for me because um I have a lot of things to do in my life. Some something like like experiences and the uh, adventures. Uh, a few of them I uh, I did that in Australia and then I really want to go back to Australia and do some more cool stuff.
2: And my top one that I wanted to do, I'll give a couple in a row. Just so I get mine out of the way, my number one ever since for a long time was to go to Machu Picchu in Peru. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a very historic little uh, town on top of the mountain, and I got to go there in 2015, and it was amazing. I wanted to do the Inca Trail, which is it's like a four day hike to get to Machu Picchu, but these days this is why we're doing this podcast. If you want to do this sort of thing, you need book seven months in advance, eight months in advance. And when I went to Peru, it was one month in advance. So, um, <laughs> uh, and it's getting more and more restrictive. I think a lot of people want to do this Machu Picchu and the Inca Trail. Um, if you do want to do it, I suggest you book the trip, book the Inca Trail first, and then plan your trip around it because um, it's, I wish I could do the Inca Trail. I want to go back to do the Inca Trail. But that was my number one. Number two is Sit of Petra. Maybe you saw Indiana Jones or Transformers. The rock yes. building mm-hmm. carved into the rock. Got to go there twice, which was great because the first time I went there, I didn't see everything because I followed the tour guide and I was on the cruise ship. So I had to help the old people get around. The second time, it was I just did what I wanted and it was awesome. Again, with the cruise ship, I got to go to the pyramids and some people think it's not very good, but I loved it. I reckon it was awesome. Um, so there's some th- historic stuff that I did. I'll get to another one in a moment. Gio, what about anything else you did that you really enjoyed?
0: Yeah, you know, this completely slipped my mind. But um, five years ago, when my contract ended Korea, I went on this this big world trip. And I first headed over to Amsterdam. That was the first time I ever visited Europe. My buddy and I, mm. we we worked together and we left to Amsterdam. We were there for five days. And then we flew to Paris for five days. And then we <laughs> jumped on a plane to India. Well, we were there for six weeks. I was there for six weeks. He was there for eight. India. I mean, it was hot. It was very hot. But there were certain places that we went, like we were headed further south, like towards Aleppi because they had like these little boat houses. So you would rent like these boats, like on this lake and they had like bedrooms. So it was like a little mini hotel, but on a boat. So we were like kind of paired up with some other visitors, a couple from like, uh, like the Netherlands and the UK. we were just like drinking beers and just like eating and talking, sharing stories about our travels. That was pretty awesome. Uh, We went up to uh, Varanasi, which they consider like the holiest place, You know where they have like the, uh, is it the Ganges river? Ganges river, Mm. where they like burn the bodies, they cremate them, they put their ashes in there so they can cross over into their next life. I went to go see the Taj Mahal at like sunrise as the sun was rising over the horizon. So that was absolutely amazing. Um, And then I forgot afterward, I went back to Europe. I flew to uh, Madrid. And then I took a bus to Barcelona, and then my family flew in from Chicago to meet uh, both my wife and I in Barcelona. And we just rented a car, and we just had like this epic road trip through Europe. So we just drove along the coast, the Mediterranean coast, um, from Barcelona into France, and then uh, down through Italy. And we just kind of just ping ponged like all over the place. You know, we went to Venice, Pisa, uh, Florence, you name it. We we hit it all up, and that was probably my favorite trip of all time. I know I said Bali and Guam, but I completely forgot about my Euro trip. That that <laughs> one tops the charts. <laughs> well, that was nice. memorable because one, I got to see my family for the first time in two years. My parents, my brother, you know, flew out and that's where I actually proposed to my wife. I proposed to her in Barcelona uh, Ooh, just romantic. a couple of days after Mother's Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually bought the ring, the gauge ring probably like a couple of days before I left Korea because I already knew that I was going to propose to her.
2: Nice. Just, yeah. So, Jack, Jun, you've been to Australia and Indonesia or well, anything else that you really enjoyed?
1: Um, actually, uh, Thailand. Yep.
2: that's my place to go soon. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think um that's quite of like everybody's a like, go go to place. Um, <laughs> like I kind of I kind of recommend you uh, Taiwan actually. Yeah. The food is great and they're not very far from here. I mm-hmm. think you will uh, fly around like three to four hours. That's not too bad. And then they're really clean. Their food is great. Um, the people, they're, they're, they're kind, actually.
0: Oh, they really yeah. are. You want to hear a funny story really quick? I don't mean to interrupt. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Taiwan was actually the first country I visited outside of Korea. Back in, I think 2012, I went for Chusuk, and my buddy and I, we flew out there, we were staying in Taipei and this was the first time that I went to a country and I obviously didn't know the language, English wasn't really spoken that frequently there. So we went to this restaurant, we looked at this menu and obviously everything was just in Cantonese, I believe they speak there, it's either Cantonese or Mandarin, one of the two dialects. Cantonese. yeah, It is Cantonese, right? And so I remember just like looking around like, oh, my God, like, what is everybody else eating? Maybe I could just like point to something and just say, I want to eat that. Right. American. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and so the waiter comes over and I'm just kind of like any mini mini mo on this menu, order something. I forgot what the hell it was. And then I realized, all right, I'm going to get some water, you know, because nobody brought us water. So I get up and I walk over to like this little mini kind of buffet where they have the places for like the side dishes and stuff. And so I think I'm pouring water into this little cup of mine only to find out when I get back to my table, as I start drinking it, that it was actually oil. It was just this clear Uh oil. that I just start downing. I'm like, Oh, like this is so disgusting. (laughs) And I just thought, wow, like what a, what a slap to the face, you know, like, but it was fun for the most part. It was really fun. It was just how, how ignorant of me. And it was just a silly little memory I have.
1: Yeah. That's how you
2: learn. The last thing I was going to say, I I had another country, but, an experience that was on my bucket list is skydiving. Have you guys Ooh. ever gone skydiving? No. Nope. Yes. Where did you do it?
1: Uh, in Canberra.
2: Oh, in Australia. Yeah, in nice.
1: Australia, man.
2: Ooh. Geo, do you know what the capital city of Australia is?
0: The capital city
2: of Australia. This is will it... show how Amer- how American
0: is. Yeah. Melbourne.
2: <laughs> oh. oh my god. He's American, everyone. At least I say Sydney. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> was it the city you uh, just brought up canberra, yeah. canberra. Yeah.
2: canberra.
0: territory yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry guys sorry americans i'm um, sorry
2: i did it in aruba in just above south america bottom of caribbean again mm-hmm. through the cruise ship i did it and it was oh. awesome I, i've never really wanted to do bungee jumping i don't crave to do bungee jumping but i've always wanted to do skydiving and it was beautiful like the best jump i've ever done well it's the only jump i've done but I could, <laughs> <laughs> I could see south america and the sky was blue and the only thing i will do next time i do it is not wear board shorts like swimming shorts because uh yeah it hurt down there that area yeah, but, uh, so next oh, time jeez I- really I'll wear hey,
1: bike your your or something. pants will going to like <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That. Yeah.
0: Not that, his testicles are going to go <laughs> pop, 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 pop.
1: <laughs>
2: Yeah, oh, Alright boys, time. post-COVID <laughs> Well, we're still post-COVID But cream's still sort of stuck in here But I've come up with a new bucket list Because I sort of achieved my bucket list And I'm quite happy with my bucket list um, Have you boys come up with something? Uh, let's go to Pokjun first What about yeah. number one for you?
1: Uh, the post-COVID thing I would like to do,
2: yeah. Um,
1: actually, go clubbing,
0: man. Go clubbing, (laughs) right? The little things Uh, like um, that. It's those little tiny things uh, that we took for granted.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. (laughs) Well said. Well (laughs) said. Wow, I wasn't guessing that. Word of wisdom. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, like not going like clubbing as like crazy people, but I'm like go clubbing and meet some people and then like drink some dance around then like i i really like i really love to dance but um
0: yeah
1: right now we don't have any um any opportunity to you know get drunk dance like show whatever you
0: are
2: (laughs) hopefully soon in the future we'll have a meetup and you guys can come and join Jun and he can dj for you because he's got very interesting music taste with his djing so uh we'll let him dj one day for you (laughs) Show me some of those up?
0: moves. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I want to see those what moves. Jay number
0: one. Okay. I would actually like uh, to go on my honeymoon. We've never had a honeymoon.
2: No. Oh. Yeah. Any so
0: when where? we got married, my wife was already six months pregnant at the time. So now that she's pregnant again, we're having a second one in a couple months. I would just like just to have a nice, well, I mean, I've I've accepted the fact that we're probably not going to get a traditional honeymoon, but more like a family vacation. Just like take all of us somewhere tropical. We were probably thinking somewhere like the Maldives, some kind of island, somewhere nice, somewhere hot and just beautiful. Maybe even Thailand. They have some really nice islands there that I've always wanted to go to. I've been to Bangkok a couple of times, but never any of the islands. So we might go there for a honeymoon
2: nice and my number one i sort of came up with i want to see everest i don't know why but Ooh, i just want to nice. see it i don't want to hike up the top of it no way same same i just go to like base camp and just say i just want to see it i just mm-hmm. want to say hi hi to it and <laughs> i just, the altitude maybe see the airport that crazy airport that uh, everyone says the most dangerous airport in the world
0: <gasps> um why
2: yeah uh because it's just a short runway and a lot of Different air pressure
0: and blah, blah, blah,
2: blah. I'm not sure. Exciting. But yeah, I just want, I just want to see Everest. Just say I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So that's my number one. What about number two? After you go on clubbing, what are you going to do? Um... Eat, eat eat barbecue or what?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Put some shrimp on a water, Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, that's American. <laughs> I know
1: that's America. We uh, I'm not I'm not saying we, but I'm like in Australia they call prawn. It was just a well, famous
2: ad that went to America and they changed the word from prawn to shrimp with the crocodile yeah. done there, Yeah. Uh, yeah, what was your number two?
1: Goes us
2: abroad, like anywhere, like
1: anywhere? Anywhere. Japan, China, anywhere. Russia. You should research
2: yes. it. Actually, that's something we could do as with boys like so many clothes. There's actually a company where you can like give them some sort of criteria mm-hmm. and they and you just gotta give them whatever probably passport number, whatever. And they mm-hmm. s- just you, they send you to a random place, and you just oh, go. Oh, that's
1: very you, interesting.
2: You just got to go where they got to go. I'll, I'll figure that one out and bring it up in the future. I saw some YouTubers right. do that. Like, I think they did in Europe, and obviously they got the European passports, so that makes it a little bit easier. But yeah, maybe we could do that in the future. Just go to a random place <laughs> and don't know if we need board shorts or we need uh our ski suit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, talk about spontaneous.
2: Maybe, yeah, spontaneous travel. I'm up for that yeah number
0: two it's uh, actually to see uh a list of countries i actually have for a while uh, laos cambodia yeah. and myanmar the indochina countries i'd like mm-hmm. to see them nepal being one of them since you brought up everest tibet yeah. and i would definitely like to hit up eastern europe poland hungary and parts of south america i went to Colombia when i was in college for about a month mm-hmm. that was really nice um, but I have this goal. I used to have a 30 before 30 goal, the 30 countries before 30 years old. Now that I'll be 33 this year, I'm going to move up to 40 countries before 40 years old. So I just have about 13 countries to go to meet that goal.
2: Yeah, it would be easy in Europe. Just bang, wow. bang, bang. Yeah. You just go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So my second one, I don't think, you know, boys might know this one. It's called the Kakoda Trail. This is in Papua New Guinea, which is a little island just north of Australia. Right. It's very uh, become a very traditional thing for Australians to start doing. Um, during the Second World War, Australia's troops were based in Papua New Guinea. And there's this cocoa trail where they used to have to trek over mountains. It takes four to 12 days. And they used to, you know, carry all the luggage and all the guns and all the machine guns, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yes. And the locals helped out Aussies during the fight and all this sort of stuff. So there's a very uh, strong link between Papua New Guinea and Australia during the Second World War and still now. So it's becoming a bit of a, I guess you could say, a pilgrimage for Aussies mm-hmm. to do this K- K- Kokoda Trail. Uh, it's, very, it's right in the bank, smack bang in the jungle. Um, Papua New Guinea is probably still a little bit third world, at least third world. So it's very extreme. So my number one and number two are hiking. I don't know why I pick hiking because I don't really, I like hiking, but not love hikings. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that's my second one. Um, so I want to do that. So, yep. Uh, I'll go I'll go number three while I'm on the microphone. And I want to go, like Gia, I want to go to Argentina, see the Gazo Falls. I think I pronounced that wrong, but the biggest falls I think in the world. That be nice. Yeah. And then I'll do number four while I'm at it. In Australia... Maybe I can get Hok to come and join me. I want to do from south, like Melbourne area, and go all the way south, all the way up the west coast in a road trip, like a four month road trip. So that's another one of my goal. I got one more. I'll save that one next. But Hokjun, uh, Jun, anything else you want to do, buddy?
1: I really want to go see the uh, Antarctic. Yeah, Antarctica.
0: Oh, see the penguins. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait,
1: <laughs> yeah, the penguins. Penguins mm. really?
0: Yeah, and in South. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. South Pole, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I really want to see how the thing's going on in the uh, Antarctica, and then I really want to go see, uh, like, extreme weathers there. Yeah.
0: I think it would be pretty cool. I would love to do, like, a cruise down there, like a little, like, an expedition. I think they'd be pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I, I think that Geo have something like that uh, in, like, yearly basis, and they're mm-hmm. in, in, like, researches as well, but I'm, like you can just like list your name up and then, you know, go for like sightseeing and then, you know, help other, uh, ex- expedition. Yeah. Expedition, mm-hmm. new, like help them. So, yeah, I want, I really want to go to see the
0: uh, Antarctica. Nice. That's nice. a good goal. That's,
2: yeah, that's a good one. And what about you, Gia? anything else?
0: Yeah. So I actually want to kick off a publication series, like children's books. Yep. Based on my daughter's life, or my soon to be son as well. But definitely mm-hmm. want to kick off uh, the Sophina's Diary series that my wife and I started uh, at the end of last year. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll hopefully uh, tackle more of those projects as the year progresses. I know I have a couple manuscripts written. She is the illustrator. So once again, the baby's born, we have more time in our hands to do that. That's the next goal of ours.
2: That's a very cute wow. book. Uh, i saw the first one. It's very cute. Yeah. Thank you. And my last one's a bit extreme. Is I want to go in outer space. <laughs> so oh, one of the companies I, I do a bit of stock um, trading and one of them is Virgin Galactic. And it costs at the moment it's costing $400,000 to hop in this little plane and it takes you into outer space. The whole trip takes no longer than two hours. I think it takes like 80 minutes, 90 minutes,
0: $400,000.
2: And you get uh, eight minutes of floating time of. Um, uh, no no gravity yeah no gravity yeah. time <laughs> oh, sorry <the> mic. <laughs> what about you boys if you had the money would you do that if you had no 400?
0: no no i'm very frugal if i had the money i would never spend it like that yeah
2: uh yeah if i
1: want to do the um like base like experience i would like to go to in russia and then you know they have this um no gravity experience yes. oh, yeah that, they have like a
0: like yeah. a simulator you know you could do that here on earth for a fraction of the price <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> I think eventually, eventually the price will come down but yeah that's what it is these days but yeah i'd love to see earth from our space so that would be cool. all right and then boys we are based in korea and i'm sure a lot of people that are listening want to come to korea or in korea so let's come up with some things that uh we have experienced or really really want to do here in korea geo do you want to go first this time
0: uh something i'd like to do actually um this actually refers back to the the time that well, I should say the lack of time that we have to actually see the country itself. Before COVID, I was always wanting to leave Korea, visit other places, but I never really explore the actual country itself. Um, yeah. So one of these days, whether a contract of mine ends, I would just love to just get in the car and just hit up every single town and just try like every single delicacy in every single province, every different type of like makali or soju that they have. And I'm not even a big soju drinker. Like I don't even like it at all. But just, mm-hmm. just to try it, just to try the different types of foods. I think that'd be... wonderful experience
2: yeah i totally agree like i think i'm so excited to go to different countries but i keep on trying to tell myself i'm in a totally new country even though i've been here for four and a half years like (laughs) if i was to leave maybe i don't come back who knows like i should just enjoy it yeah what about you what do you you're the local is there something you really want foreigners to experience or taste
1: oh well like uh like just Giovanni just said uh I really recommend you guys to you know go around uh with the small city like really really small town or village in Korea the old timers cannot speak English but um you know they always welcome the new people in their town and then this is kind of like Korea I think this is kind of like uh genuine uh, gestures that uh, they're inviting you to their places and then you know make you guys try or eat mm. really really strange things mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but i'm like um yeah because um they uh, definitely they will not offer you something you cannot
0: eat yeah something t- that something that-
2: down the spiciness or something yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, that reminds mm-hmm. me of when my mom was here a couple of weeks ago. As soon as you brought that up, like every time we took her to a place to eat, like every dish they would bring, her eyes would just like widen. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, oh, I gotta eat that. How much of it do I have to eat? Is it rude if I, I, I just get, say no? I used, get,
2: <laughs> I used to get upset, like not upset, but that was just being really, really nice. But, you know, I, when I first came to Korea, using chopsticks was not new. Like, I sort of knew roughly how to do it. But mm-hmm. they used to, used to see me struggling. And, like, yeah. as I got a little bit better, Whenever they handed me the fork, are like, oh, man. I thought I was doing better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm surprised oh, they didn't we give you were... like, the, the trainer chopsticks that they have <laughs> yeah. for the little kids. Exactly.
2: Yeah. But at the moment, I'm using chopsticks with my left hand because my uh, right hand, I can't use it properly. So, right. yeah, I've been using chopsticks with my left hand, so I feel like a little kid at the moment. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, no. So my first one, I really wanted to do every year since I've been here. And the first year I was I booked it, everything was booked, but there was a typhoon coming. So they canceled it. It is Oktoberfest here in Korea. There is a little mm-hmm. town called, um, and can correct me if I say it wrong. It's called Namhae. Mm. Yeah.
1: Great.
2: Yeah. And it's, I, I haven't been there. I believe Gio, you said you've been there, but I've never I got to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just a small town. And they're famous for a little bit of German ancestry lives there, I guess. And they run the fest here in korea and i've always wanted to do it They haven't run it the last three years now because two years of Crane Rice and one year because of the typhoon but gee do you want to explain how it was
0: oh i don't even remember it to be honest but the <laughs> october first, from what i do remember from looking at facebook photos was it was just a small little german village the red roof tiles that you would you wouldn't even think you were in korea you know they yeah. had all the, the most of the girls dressed up in like the traditional clothing that they wear like the Bavarian clothing, I think of what it's called.
1: Yeah,
0: and they just have like the flags, the music. The is it polka music that's popular there? They had that blasting. They had the Wiener Schnitzels, the sausage, the big uh, the mugs of beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah just steins, yeah. steins. Yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah. Das Boot, right? <laughs> and uh, das I remember my first beer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, all
0: right. No offense to anybody out there who's German. But yeah, and it was just like they had great photo ops, awesome music, bunch of just foreigners partying it up, chugging beers like it was the end of the year or something. You know, it was just a great time. And that was about, what, six years ago, I think, six, seven years ago.
2: Yeah. So hopefully they bring it back this year. I'm sure that's another little town that's being affected by not enough tourism and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, that'd be good. Anything else, uh, Jun? do you have another one?
1: Uh well I, I would like to add up some uh some comments about the uh, Namis uh, German village yeah um, good um, uh like genuinely I would like to say it is not a like fake uh German town because um almost everybody uh, who live in there they uh, they spend their time in Germany. But uh, I'm saying they're spent in jail, but um, I mean like they they uh they uh they deported from Korean government exchange of uh German money borrowing kind of things. The men's uh they go there to do the uh mining and the ladies they go there as a nurse. Uh, their life was very, very misery there. Like they had their community and they brought almost every um house building material from Germany and then they build their own village because at that time Korea was not that uh, educated so um, the people kind of hate them because they spend their time in a uh, foreign country I don't know why but um so yeah, um, they're
2: just threatened or something
1: yeah yeah that's true so uh, they have uh, this unique uh, cultural thing that you know they are all Korean but um, they're following like like legit German lifestyle. Mm. That's why they have a, a, one of the a greatest Oktoberfests in Korea.
2: Nice. Yeah. You, it's a, do it's a blast. A, do you have a second?
0: I don't. No, actually, you know what? I do. I have always wanted to go to um, like one of the little islands. If you, if, I'm sure if, if you're familiar with Korea, you've heard of maybe Dokdo Island.
2: Dr. I've yeah. never
0: been there. I've been to Jeju it's okay I personally think it's okay I've only been there once but it's all yeah. right uh, but I've never been to Dokdo I know there's a dispute between that that's been going on for centuries like who knows how long between uh, Japan and Korea saying oh it's our island or the other person's island I don't know what that's all about but um, that's definitely a place I'd like to visit just take a little boat yeah. out there yeah <laughs> just to see it, see what it's all about see the rock yeah, see the rock. Touch it. Touch I just want to it. touch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can.
1: You, uh, if you're really, really lucky, you can, you know, land on Dokdo. Uh, yeah. If you're not lucky enough, then you know, you will just take a picture uh, see of it. it from the <laughs> boat. But um,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, actually, uh, this uh, the last summer vacation I went to Ulleungdo.
0: Mm. Ulleungdo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah, which is the uh, neighbor it's island from it. Dokdo. Yeah. Yep. And I, I actually landed on Dokdo for like ten Ooh. minutes. <laughs> nice. Because you you the lost
2: those on purpose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cast is that? <laughs> I don't so know, uh, like uh, a lot of a lot of patriotic Koreans really want to go to uh, and land on Doctor because you know as as Giovanni just brought up uh, Japan always uh, saying that Dokdo is their territory, but um uh you know in like if you're korean you will just land in there but um if you're um if you're from japan uh they will ask you you have a passport on you Mm. but if you're not from japan then they would not ask you that you have a passport that's just kind of like something but um
0: well here's my question what if a boat is coming from korea another boat is coming from Japan at the same time. Would there be beef between the two boats? Uh, Japanese boat. Canada. Yeah, Japanese boat is coming over, saying, oh, look, we're going to whatever they call it in Japanese, right? With a bunch of their tourists. Takashima, right? they call Takeshima. it. Takashima. And then everybody else on this side is coming over, say, all right, welcome to Dokdo. Will there be beef between the two boats?
1: No, I mean, the um, uh, Dokdo is actually kind of like, kind of inside of Korean sea. Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, Korean territory, kind of sea. Sure. So yeah. if if they across from Japanese sea, then the our navy will stop them.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Way that uh, Japanese guys can land from you know using their boat.
0: Oh, the I didn't I didn't know it was that far from the from the coast of Japan.
2: Anyway, my last last one. <laughs> I think we're nearly done, boys. My last one is very quickly is. It's probably an industry that's been really uh, hurt the last couple of years. It's in near the uh, station called Heywa, which is in downtown Seoul near the um, palace. And I've been to a couple of theatre shows there. I've never been a theatre show person, but they're really small theatre shows, maybe 50 people, 20 people in there. And if you want to learn Korean, if I don't know Korean, so I go in and watch the show and you get the gist of it. Uh, I totally recommend go and support these young guys who have got these little theaters. Um, some of them do a really great job and they put a lot of effort in it. And I'm sure they've been hurt the last couple of years. Uh, the spelling is H-Y-E-W-H-A. hey is that right? How would you say it, Hak-Jun? Hey-wa. hey uh, They call it
1: or they call uh, Daehak-ro. daehang Yeah. Because uh, yeah. there, there are a few universities around there. So they call it yeah. Or yeah so,
2: yeah so totally go support these guys uh it wasn't expensive i think it was like 15 dollars a ticket and yeah. i've never so yeah, intimate that that. it was a really fun like love triangle one that i went to and you're so close to them and they do funny sounds for like the special scenes and stuff like that and mm, it's yeah. good fun like even though i don't understand korean i had a great <laughs> time and yeah. i'm sure they're hurting right now the last two years so totally go do that i totally recommend it um boys I think we uh came up with some great options um Gio do you want to have do a quick social thing
0: yeah for sure so if you haven't already go ahead follow us on Instagram for Ferman Juan and check out the website the link is uh posted on our Instagram page when you access our site feel free to sign up as a member it's completely free join the community forum Reach out uh, with any questions you may have or just leave any comments about how much you are enjoying our podcast. Yeah, reach out to me too.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> H- 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 Jun is very famous yeah. for knowing everything. So just ask him any question. H- Jun, what's the meaning of life? Just ask him anything and he can give you an answer for sure. All right, let's have a right. drink
1: and talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> next episode. All right.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I think we're done. See you later. All right, take Good care, everybody.
0: Day. Until next time i mm-hmm.